go. Hey, hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds, I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we are going to talk about the week that was in the NFL for week eight and take a peek into what week nine might look like. (laughs) Kevin, I don't know about you. I got a lot going on over here. I got my, it's Thursday night. I got my Eagles on the iPad. I got my Phillies with my hat. I got them on the phone. I'm watching them both. I'm trying to do this. It's going to be awesome or awful. I'm not sure which. Um, How you doing? Oh, doing all right. Worked all night. It's 70 degrees in early November. So I'm uh, still getting a lot of people in for tennis. So that worked out nicely. My screens, I have the game one on the TV over here football that is because i don't care about the baseball game i have for whatever reason my once and done massive spreadsheet over here on the left i got your handsome face in front of me and over beside us i have all my little drop down of all the games of week eight excellent um and what what an odd place we are right now uh in the nfl you know you got the, the buffalo bills are in first place in their division that makes sense. The Ravens, that was a preseason uh, pick for a lot of people. You know, maybe the Bengals, whatever. Uh, but we we do have the uh, Seattle Seahawks in first place of the NFC West. And the Atlanta Falcons are in first place of the NFC South. And uh, I can tell you, not many people had those division winners picked. Not to mention the Green Bay Packers at three and five, the Tampa Bay Bucks at three and five, the Giants at six and two. Yeah, that's what the a wild thing. first half yeah, of the year. Some of these things are odd and, and anomalies. And even like the Falcons being in first, yeah, they are, but they're four and four. The craziest thing is something you posted today, and I had seen that of all the divisions, the NFC East is what twenty three and eight. Uh, the best division in football. It's not that By close. far. It's not even close. They're the only the only divi- division in the NFC that even has a winning record. It's very bizarre. And like you wrote, it should be the AFC West because we thought the AFC West would basically beat up on each other, but murder everyone else hasn't been the case. Except well, how about the Jets? The how about the Jets being five and three? There are two divisions: the AFC East and the NFC East. No one has a losing record. Yeah, it's odd. Very odd. Patriots are Patriots are four and four, and the Commanders are four and four, and they're the worst teams in their divisions. I still hate calling them Commanders. I hope whatever new owner comes I in, know. that's this first order of business has changed that stupid ass name. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I, I won't. I don't even want to say it. I just call them the football team, or I'll still call them the Redskins. And if it offends somebody, you know what? I don't know what to tell you. Get a life. It's not. It changes. It changes hard. Change is hard. Let Let me change gears for just a little bit. You um. You talked about your daughter last week, and um, sort of in a negative light, right? We a little worried, little little scared parent situation. Oh yeah, yeah. The school thing when they let me give you something. Absent, but she wasn't. Different. Yes, it was horrible. So, so my son he goes to preschool, and they have they have different colors, right? Blue is pretty good. Uh, purple is really good and pink is just you're 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 the bomb okay you're 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 the boy you're the girl whatever so in my life kevin there was a time 2003 the best thing that ever happened to me in my life at that time uh, i was crowned right before i graduated high school as pound for pound the strongest athlete in the history of my high school it's been around since like the 50s i think that meant a lot to me. That was my biggest accomplishment. Okay. Felt great. Fast forward, we'll call it 2006. My grandmother, she was my rock. She was my everything. She passed away. I got a tattoo. I mean, she was my lady. Oh, I know. Kevin, Miles, San- Miles Sanders. I know. I know. Calm down. She, um, 
she couldn't come to a lot of my college football games, but she came to to one of them. And that one, um, I ended up picking off a pass with less than two minutes to go, which sealed our win. Um, and the game was over, right? And she got to see that. And at that moment, boom, that was the best thing I had ever done in my life. And and we've had a few of those, right? I, I, I taught in Maryland public school systems for a while. I was a teacher of the year finalist. And that was that moment for me, right? Today, I roll into school and I find out my son had a great day. He's been on pink before, but guess what? He was on pink today, my friend. And the feeling I get when he looks at me and he knows that I'm proud of him and I'm feeling so proud of him and I see his eyes light up and his smile, his four-year-old smile. And I'm telling you what, man, that trumps all of those moments that I thought were so great. Just being able to be a part of that and and knowing that, you know, hopefully I had something to do with him having that great day and being on pink. It is just wild how your life changes and how somewhat, um, you know, to some people, what meaningless things, how meaningful they can be to you when it's your child. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I feel the same. It's um, you and I, I think most people would agree. We have fairly high opinions of ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at the, us. If the shoe fits, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what the hell? Um, well, yeah, I, I, I get much more satisfaction out of anything for my daughter than anything ever for myself. I'd give up all that crap ever if it meant oh, yeah. it great things happening for her, by her, to her, all of it. I, I could go live in a cardboard box on the side of the road if it meant she got to have a great, wonderful life, and we roll with that. So I feel you there. And, and most good parents do. Unfortunately, there's a few hundred million crappy parents in the world that don't get two craps about their kids. But um, I think the bigger thing of all it is our kids are lucky that they have parents that care about them. And any, any parents that do care about their kids feel the same way you're, you're talking about right now. Absolutely. I love it, man. All right. You ready to talk to football? I reckon so. Because right now I'm feeling good with my Miles Sanders. Yes, he's looking good, isn't he, buddy? All right, uh, so Thursday night game, the Ravens took on the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay and pulled out a win, 27-22. Lamar Jackson was okay. He was fine. Of course, Kenyon Drake comes back to life uh, and does some some decent things. I think the big story of this game is, well, Isaiah likely looked great with Mark Andrews getting hurt and leaving. Rashad Bateman left, and that's the story because Bateman's now, we learned, out for the year. So he's gone. Are you grabbing Devin Duvernay? Are you grabbing Demarcus Robinson, who went six for 64 in that game? Even And most of his production came in the first half, if if I'm not mistaken. So they were using him before uh, losing Andrews and um, and Bateman. So are you, who are you grabbing? Well, you're the, you're the Ravens guy. In, Tell me. Say my league of record with 16 teams and 17 roster spots, Devin Duvernay was – long since gone he was drafted um but i believe demarcus robinson is still out there but nobody including myself being a big ravens fan trust that for a second but maybe now i don't know Prochet was going to start playing more i i just don't i don't it's hard for me to trust any of these guys to tell somebody to go pick them up but if if you're in a league that duvernay wasn't on a team then that, that's just dumb anyway even in a 12 12 team league he, he should have at least been on somebody's bench by now Guy's having a strong year. They use him a lot. He's been, he's been on and off in most of my 12-team leagues, oh, on for a week or two. Oh, yeah, guys two. picking off streaming, I guess, sort of, or yep. going out of roster. Yep. But he, he should be on a team. Um, the thing with Likely is when Andrews is healthy, Likely's not going to play a whole hell of a lot. Uh, he might be a beast in the future, but for now, he's he's just – it's not. they're not going to run a system like the Patriots used to where, you know, it's, it's tight end 1A, tight end 1B with um Gronk and the murderer. Uh so he he he'll only really be worthwhile <laughs> if Andrews is out, which he might be again this week. And of course in my league, my biggest freaking nemesis, shit on a frisbee, Dr. Newseer, he picked him up. He got him well that is his team name. It's not like I'm using bad words here. That's his team name. Perhaps someday we'll you we'll do an R rated version of the podcast and we'll tell the history of that team name. Until then, we'll just call him SOAF. Uh, but he picked him up, uh, gave him a two-year contract for seven and eight dollars, which is 
if he gets to play, that's great. If not, it's just a waste of money. But he'll probably get to play him this week. The problem is they play Monday night. So if you're waiting, he might end up having 10 snaps. Right. I don't know what the record is for most 300-yard passing games. Are you with, kidding me? God. I know. Ken, Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell scored, not Miles why Sanders. Why is that DB in there all it the doesn't time? Help why, why do they hate Miles Sanders? It's fine. It's Kevin. not fine. I don't know what the record is for most 300-yard passing games with only one touchdown is, but Tom Brady has to be getting close to it. because so I feel like he just hits 300 yards passing but somehow only gets one touchdown. Leonard Fournette was awful again. Uh, he scored a touchdown. He did score. Yes. Yeah. But, man, he – can you do me a favor while I'm talking and look up his yards per rush on the year? Because it can't be good. I mean, 2.7 this week. I think it was three-something last last week. Not great. Mike Evans, 6 for 123 is what you come to expect. And Chris Godwin, 6 for 75. Again, kind of what you come to expect. You're okay with it. Gosh, it'd be nice if he would get in the end zone a little bit more. Uh, and and that's it. Somehow Julio Jones scored. I didn't even realize yeah. he was playing. But, uh, yeah, he got a touchdown. 3.45 yards per carry. Three on the 3. season. 3.45 on the season. It's not the worst Ooh. in the league, but it's certainly not stellar, is it, for a guy that should be doing a lot of But it's their whole team. The only person on the team that's playing worth anything is freaking Brady. I don't care what anybody says. He's not playing poorly. Guys are dropping balls. Guys are not in the right spot. Defense has been horrible. I saw Warren Sapp was calling for um, Devin White's freaking captaincy after the game. He said not only did he have a poor game, he had a poor game because he didn't even look like he cared, like he was even trying. He's calling for him to be removed as a captain. That's bad. I mean, Warren Sapp's a jackass, but... That's that's just all together. It's just ugly down there. Um, I I don't know. Maybe Bruce Arians was really the key to the whole thing. I know he's still there, sort of in spirit, and does something in the front office. But from what I gather, he plays golf five days a week. He's not really heavily involved. As he so, should. Someone's got to change there because there's too much talent on that team to be three and five. And they they got they got to play the Rams this week. One of those two is done probably after this week. Oh yeah, this is this might be it, man. This might be the deciding factor. One of these teams makes the playoffs, one doesn't, and this game might be might be it. I'll tell you honestly, though, the team that needs it more is 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 the Rams. If they lose, they're done probably. The Bucks, their division's so poor, they're three and five and only a game out of first. You know, they could go to three and six, and and still make the playoffs, winning that division. But crazy that, as far division... as the Ravens win that game, Lamar had a good game. He had twenty two points. I bet the division winner in the NFC South will be under 500. I mean, there's a chance because obviously we're halfway through and almost, yeah. and one of them's four and four. They if I had to bet money twice, twice ever that a team was under 500 and made the playoffs. And I think uh, and both the, the, wait, the Seahawks, think, right? Yeah, they were one. I think there's one other. And both both of the teams that did it won their first round games. I think one of was it the Seahawks. It was either the Marshawn Lynch year when he had the earthquake run, or it was when Matt Hasselback was like, we want the ball and we're going to score. And they threw a pick six to Green Bay. Yeah. One of those years, I think they won at seven and nine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it happens. And then they get a home game and end up upsetting somebody. But, uh, right. yeah, the, these two teams, man, they got – they or the, the Bucks, they got some work to do. Next game is the Broncos and the Jaguars, which was overseas in London. Russell Wilson was normal Russell Wilson, who we've become accustomed to. Uh, terrible Russell Wilson. Lat Murray, Melvin Gordon, they're still sharing work. They're still doing the same amount of things. They're I mean, three yards of carry. Both of them scored a touchdown. Greg Dulcich, on the outside looking in, he had a phenomenal game. Four for 87? Wow, that's great. He did. But I think three of his catches came in a row on the same drive. That he I He had don't like know. an 18-yard catch, a 22-yard catch, and then like a 23-yard catch. I mean, it was something like that, three catches on the same yeah. drive. So without that drive, he's doing nothing for you. Um, but Jared Judy, six for 63 and a touch. Sure, you're t- uh, Poor Cortland Sutton, one for 13. They have got – to get him more involved. And then Trevor Lawrence, man, this was a tough matchup. 
did the Denver Broncos defense, regardless of the offense, they are good. And it was a Travis Etienne game. I think ET mm-hmm. or uh, I think Lawrence has a, a nice chance at a bounce back game this year or this year, this week against the Raiders because their defense against the pass is not stellar. Uh, but ETN 24 for 156 and a touchdown. Uh, and he had, you know, three catches, only six yards, but you'll take that, especially in a PPR. He who shall not be named four for 55 and a touchdown, buddy. You. And that was it. <laughs> He's going to tell you to be very, very careful with your, with when you choose your, your next words. Hey, well, you, you, we will see how you feel about, uh, a li- towards the end of the show when we talk. Yeah, oh, sweet Jesus. Are you picking him as your tight end of the week? What is wrong with you? Uh, Why? We'll have to find out. God, you're going to end up scoring like 30 points and once and done with this kind of foolishness. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Why would you even hint at that? That's, you know, he can't be inserted into any lineup ever. What is wrong? What are you thinking? I'm not saying anything. How much have you drank tonight, sir? Kevin. Can you please just comment on the London game? If you have any comments, there's really not much to I am about. giving my comments. You are breaking sacred vows here. What is wrong? What are you thinking? Hey, you played guys on Thursday. We had a rule, Kevin. Now? We don't play people on Thursday, and you did and dominated. That's, and I that's, that's just sort of a general thing we do. This is wrong. This is seriously tempting the fantasy gods here. Uh, I'm definitely in trouble because Houston just hit a home run right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're 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 dangerous territory here, friend. Um, as far as this game goes, it was lackluster. Russell Wilson sucks. Uh Melvin Gorin scored, Latavius Murray both scored. You can't really play either one because you don't know who's going to get it. And now Chase Edmonds is there. So now it's like a four-headed monster. Um, well, three, I guess, because Boone's going to be out. Is Boone out the rest of the year or just for a uh, four? I, I can't remember. I think I feel like he's out for the rest of the year, but gotcha. I can't remember for sure. Yeah, Trev didn't do great. I thought about playing him this week in the once and done, but ultimately, I, I just don't trust the dude. He's got a good high ceiling, I think, medium ceiling, but an extremely low floor. That said, uh, might have to play him at some point, but, um, uh, the Broncos' D is not going to be what it once was because Mr. Chubb is no longer there wreaking havoc. So we'll see. I, I, I don't really understand the Broncos' whole thinking here. You bring in this quarterback, you basically pay him, just give him a, a, a bank, a blank check to make whatever he wants, and then you start just trading away all your pieces. I, I don't I don't get it. But He stinks. Uh, He's not good. And, they I mean, they got an extra first-round pick. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett, he who has been so so terrible, maybe he looks at this team and says, "All right, it's not what I thought. We're not where I thought we would be. I don't want to give Chubb an extension and put all my money in this guy. Let's ship him out, get a first round pick, get some extra assets, and see what we can do." Yeah, but then there's all this talk of trading Judy, trading maybe trading Sutton. Like, why? It, why didn't would you happen. do all this? It didn't happen. Russ already sucks. So you're going to give away any chance of him having any any success? And there was all this talk that Hackett might be fired if they'd have lost in London. Well, I love, why are we, here's a question we need to ask ourselves: Why are we spending so much time talking about the freaking Broncos? You know what was great was the Dolphins and the Lions. This was a fantasy godsend, especially for me. In one and done. And in most of my leagues, I went out and actively pursued Tua. I got him in two leagues and I played him in the once and done. 29 of 36 for 382 and three touchdowns. Can I just interject here real quick? In our oh, once and please, done, the anybody had scored in seven weeks was like 156 points. Yeah. This week, I scored 161. And I was the ninth best team. Who was the best? You were the best, buddy. You had 190 some with your BS uh, DJ Moore when the Falcons decided they weren't going to play defense anymore. And, of course, he pushed off huge at about the four-yard line with, of course, the referees decided they weren't going to ref anymore. So you and about seven other guys in a league got like 17 points on one freaking play where there was offensive pass interference and the Falcons decide not to play. Of all people, P.J. Walker threw the ball 70 yards in the air. And he caught it in the end. Said, "What a crock of BS!" 
You know someone who can't throw the ball 70 yards in the air? Tua. Listen, all right, Raheem Mostert, 64 yards on the ground. He averaged four and a half yards of carry. I mean, that's good, but you really expected him to do more against the Lions. However, Tyreek Hill, 12 for 188. No touchdowns. Those were all for Jalen Waddle. Eight for 106 and two scores. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, Damian Pierce. My, sorry. Um. Anyway. Are you ahead? I don't even remember what we were. Uh, dude, uh, this this is tough. This We're is talking tough. about this how ahead. much the Dolphins threw up. Tyreek Hill. So, is still... two, two, so I don't know how Tyreek Hill at 5'10", 5'11", is, he's a little Calvin Johnson. I watched Tua complete a 41 or 42-yard pass to Tyreek Hill. You can see Tua give it everything he's got, and that ball went 41 yards in the yeah. air. Somehow, though, Tyreek Hill manages to come down with these jump balls. It's insane. I, a beast. I am be- I, I am becoming, regardless of the diva status, a big fan of Tyreek Hill just because of his want to. He wants to get that ball every single time. And not everyone, not everyone is that way. Look at Kenny Galladay, right? But I love it. Yeah, he's a beast. I've always rooted for Tyreek, even though he is a major diva. But um, you're right. Yeah, there was a big thing, like memes about it, showing him like grunting and doing everything he could to get the ball 40 yards downfield. That said, I saw somewhere he's like leading the league in uh, air yards per uh, completion right now. So so along those lines. And and then somebody says, and people said he couldn't throw a deep ball. Well, like, yeah, but he's just completing yeah. a lot of 40 yarders. He isn't Josh Allen completing 70 yarders. He doesn't he even can't. attempt them because he can't. But he's got these two freaking cheetahs who can catch anything and turn into just something crazy. Now that still doesn't have anything to do with the air yards, but man, so much coach. of this is, is, is yak yardage. That offense, man, those guys are open. They are constantly open. It's really creepy. Yeah. Their, their yeah. offense is awesome with two is doing well, but I think he's doing well in spite of himself. Yes. I, that's, I think that's accurate. Like if you could like put, that. if you could put Fitz in there with his cannon, with these guys, sweet <laughs> Lord. It would be like 80-yarder after 80-yarder. It would be amazing. For the Lions, golf, good game, but couldn't get he it did done. Paul Williams scored twice. DeAndre Swift scored on a, on a pass. He's awful. I, I warned everybody to stay away from Swift, no, but nobody wanted to listen. He's good. He's, he's just hurt. Yeah, he's awful, therefore. How, what does it matter how good you are if you never freaking play? Or when you do play, you touch the ball 11 times. What Thank is you, that? Rashawn what good Bates. is that? That's awful. He needs to go away. He irritates me. He still scored double-digit fantasy points. 11. For a guy that most people are drafting the top five picks, that's not exactly Oh, stellar. not top five. He was a top, he was a first-rounder. Okay, top six. Amon yeah. Ross cooled off. Nonetheless, how up. about TJ Hawkinson getting traded to, to my Vikings? Love yeah, it. And that's... T- uh, yeah, it's kind of a lateral move, but I, I don't understand the Lions here. I feel like they're losing. I, I guess they don't want to pay him. That's the thing because you're trading him in division, unless and I, I said this to you, uh, you know, on the phone earlier this week. Maybe there's an injury thing there, not like right now, but they're worried because of his recurring injury history that they don't want to pay him an extension. It's got to be something like that. Maybe whatever it is, they didn't really get. Uh, an incredible deal for him at all anyway. So it's almost right. like he just gave away for free. You get him in two fourths for, or and and you give him in two fours for a two and a three. Two somebody in your division. Not... I don't get it. Even yes, everybody. that's the thing. Everybody thinks we're, and then Hogson came out yesterday and said, actually, I expected fully to be traded. They sort of were hinting at it to me. I just didn't. God, are you kidding me? Why did I pick up the Eagles defense? Um, that, and he's like, but I definitely didn't expect to go to somebody in our division, but uh, it's good. I've still got Hawkinson left in the once and done. I feel good about it. Um, yeah, you should. Let's go to the, a shootout between the Panthers and the Falcons. This was such an interesting and exciting game to it's watch. Yes. And you know it. PJ Walker, 300 yards passing and a touchdown. Cause that's what. Apparently, everyone's doing these days. Deonta Foreman, 
118 yards rushing and not one, not two, but three rushing touchdowns uh, on the ground. DJ Moore. Guy I started in the once and done. Six catches, 152 and a touchdown, including a Hail Mary Uh that the defense, not only did the defense give up on, he gave up on. If you watch the replay, he stops. He did stop and then he pushed off, took three steps and the ball was there. Here's the real thing, Kevin. Do we need to rush out and pick up Terrace Marshall? Four for 87 without a Robbie Anderson. He's, I think he's the number two. And PJ Walker, I mean, if he's willing to throw the ball 36 times a game, that's, I'll take that. As you know, I was out of college. I wanted the Ravens to draft him. I give him a huge contract in my league of record. He does nothing for a year and a half. I dump his behind. Now, all of a sudden, they decide he's God's gift to receivers and they want to throw him the ball now that I don't have him anymore. Very, very frustrating, some of these head coaches, why they just bury guys for no reason. And then one day to say, you know what? We're going to give you uh, seven or eight targets a game now. I, I don't understand the mindset. Well, they got they made moves. They got rid of Robbie Anderson. Still, I don't get it. Robbie Anderson wasn't doing anything. What I don't get is is Tyler Algier, who has been the 1A to Caleb Huntley's 1B, with 14 for 39, 14 rushes for 39 yards. And all of a sudden, Caleb Huntley goes 16 for 91, almost six yards of carry. Kyle Pitts, five for 80 and a touchdown. Just enough for you to play him this week for him to screw you. Um, but Tyler Algier, he, uh, we talked about, he did uh, get a receiving touchdown. So, uh, and that's it, man. I, it's so weird that the Falcons can score 37 points, but none of it be that relevant. And none of it should have happened. Carolina got when your boy scored, he took his helmet off on the field. They had to, they moved the, the kickback. So then uh, Panera misses the extra point. Then in overtime, they get an interception right away, get the ball down to the 10. He misses a 32 yard field goal to win the game. Atlanta drives the field and Coop makes like a 40 yard or whatever it was. End of game. Carolina blew the game twice. How Panero still has a job, I do not know. But apparently he does. And I wanted to play um, one of these running backs this week in the once and done. It's slim pickings, as you know, with six teams on by. But which one? Because they're playing the Chargers, the worst run defense in maybe the history of the NFL this year. And I can't because I don't know which one to pick. The his in the history of the NFL this yeah. year. Well, I'm saying this year they have one of the worst in the history. I like of the it. League. I like it. It's they're, uh, on, they're on pace to be one of the top, I think, like fifth ever in yardage giving up. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray lose another game to your Minnesota Vikings. Kyler Murray, for fantasy purposes, he's he's great, right? Thirty six yards on the ground, plus three twenty six and three passing touchdowns. He did have two picks. You don't see that. Nothing really on the ground for um, Arizona. I mean, he was a leading rusher with 36 yards. DeAndre Hopkins is the man. He he's dreaming. He got better. Okay, so he was not this good last year. He was. No, he was hurt. I, I know he's he, playing he, hurt all but, year. But, but even but even when he was healthy-ish, he was not 12 for 159 and a score. Rondale Moore had the best game, I probably of his career. Most seven for 90, 92 and a, and a touchdown with um, Robbie Anderson getting more acclimated with the offense. I would not rush out and add Rondale Moore to your squad to to start him. It, it still scares me. And then Zach Ertz, he did less than he normally does, right? We say every week he's, you know, four to seven catches for 50 to 70 yards, only four for 34. But guess what? He got you in the end zone. So you're good with that. Yeah, he did. They, uh, I was loving it. Cause you know, I, Hopkins is my man. We talked about it last week. I have him for very cheap in the once and done or not once in my league of record, because Nobody wanted to deal with his six-game suspension. So that's worked out great. And I played Murray in the once and done, so that worked out nice. Um, they also will have Hollywood coming back here sooner or later as well. So Rondell Moore is going to re- pretty much be pushed down to wide receiver four on his own team. So, yeah, I wouldn't go out getting crazy to doing anything nuts to pick him up. Your boy Kirk Cousins, 232-2. Two. It's fine. It's whatever. Bye week fill-in or 
or if you're, uh, you know, pulling some guy off the waiver wire, it's good. Dalvin Cook, 111 and a touchdown. It's great, except Kirk Cousins had a rushing touchdown. Alexander Madison had a rushing touchdown. He, Cook, could have had an enormous game. And uh, Justin Jefferson was okay. Six for 98. Adam Thielen, six for 67. That's great. You hate that the two receiving touchdowns went to KJ Osborne and Johnny Munt. And Irv Smith Jr., you and I, and everybody else's pick for tight end of the week uh, gets hurt and goes four for 28. Yep. And done for pretty much. He's missed, yeah. what, eight to 10 weeks? About the only thing he's going to be back for is the NFC Championship game and Super Bowl if they make it there. It doesn't matter because he's going to watch TJ Hawkinson take his spot. Yeah, he's not going to play anyway, so it doesn't much matter. Yeah, that was nice. That pass he had to Osborne, I don't know if you saw it. Boy, that was a thing of beauty. That was nice, that touchdown It was nice, yes. Yeah, it it was – you you couldn't have made it a a better throw. Yeah, Uh, they're doing their thing, Minnesota. Like I said, they're playing close games still. Why is Gainwell in? Oh, because they've got to hurry, and for some reason they think Miles Sanders can't catch. Um. I get so frustrated with the Eagles. I, it's all good. Uh, you know, let's let's move on to the Bears and yes, the Cowboys. Yes, because I'm getting fired up watching this game. Bears uh, lost to the Cowboys. This was a kind of a weird game to watch because the Bears were kind of in it, but not really. Justin Fields, over the last four, three, four weeks, has actually been very fantasy relevant because they have finally been using his legs. He had 60 yards rushing this week. I think he had 80 yards rushing last week or the week before. He scored on the ground, and he had two passing touchdowns. And when you have 151 yards through the air, it doesn't matter if you're running the ball for 60 yards and, t- and, and scoring. Khalil Herbert, almost a, just shy of 199 yards rushing and a touchdown. I had an opportunity. I thought, man, I could have played him in a flex in a league, but I didn't because he's sort of the backup. He's better than David. He had more carries than David Montgomery. There might be a passing of the torch that's been slowly happening, and it may have just happened here where Khalil Herbert becomes the main guy. Uh, And honestly, he probably should. As much as I hate it for my David Montgomery shares, he's pretty great. Darnell Mooney, 5 for 70. Maybe, maybe, maybe. He's flex-worthy, wide receiver-three-worthy. I don't know. Maybe. Deck Prescott had a nice game simply because he was running, man. 250 and two through the air, but but 34 yards on the ground and a rushing touchdown. Uh, Tony Pollard blew up, 14 oh. carries, 131 and three touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, five for 77 and a score. Let's keep doing this, C.D. Let's keep it up. And Dalton Schultz, now that Prescott is back-back. He was kind of back last week, but now he's back-back. Dalton Schultz, six for 74. Pick him up if somebody got really frustrated with him and wanted to get rid of him. Um, grab him. Throw him in your tight end spot. You'll be good. So it'll be interesting what the Bears do with uh, Chase Claypool, who both you and I think is a highly overrated receiver. But he's going to get some. Do they bring him in there to not get targets? I agree with you. Herbert is so much better than Montgomery. But I think it's too much like the Dallas situation where they're going to just put their heels in and say Montgomery's the starter and give him more touches every week anyway hopefully not um pollard is there anybody i couldn't believe how few people in the once and done played pollard it made no sense this was just like it was just like handed to you on a silver platter i couldn't believe how many people didn't play him for those of us who did 36.2 points i believe you're one of them i was did did you hear pollard on the sidelines did you hear after the game i did not um so pollard went up to the coaches and basically was telling him he was dead and had absolutely nothing left 14 carries and he was absolutely gassed so i can imagine some of it he was running for like 30 yards at a time yeah but maybe that is the reason that he has not taken over the cowboys know what he's capable of and he's capable of some awesome things but only in limited quantities maybe i'll buy that I'll buy you know, it, but th- he should still get more than what he's doing now. This two-to-one split with with Zeke doesn't make any sense. The most carries he's had in his career are 14, and he's done it twice now. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I I don't like it. Um, That said, one of our favorite players and one of our faves when he came out in the draft, Mr. Micah Parsons, now has as many touchdowns this season as Mr. Jonathan Taylor. Did I see a – what? well, I'm, I'll hold on. What? He has what as many touchdowns as Jonathan Taylor has. Most people's consensus number one pick. Micah Parsons, the 
who should have been defensive player of the year last year, rookie defensive player of the year he yes. was, now right. has as many touchdowns as Jonathan Taylor. Would he have been the first one since Lawrence Taylor? I think LT, wasn't he the defensive it as player a rookie? rookie of the year? I think. I could be I wrong. I don't remember. I don't know if he won defensive player of the year as a rookie. He did win defensive no. rookie of the year, but I don't think he won the defensive player of the year in his rookie year. That's wild, though. I think, um, wow. Yeah, one. It's his first career one. And it should have never happened, but Justin Fields, not being very savvy on uh, the yes. field, decided to jump over, over him instead of put his finger out and just touch him on the helmet. And then he just got up and ran it back for a touchdown. Good for Micah. Well, absolutely. Not, played, played to hear the whistle, brother. What's not good is for the Raiders to score zero points mm-hmm. against the North States. 24 to nothing. He got shut out. Marshawn Lattimore wasn't even playing. Yes. Yeah, uh, Devontae Adams had one catch for three yards. Uh, how do you not just throw him the ball? I, I, I don't I don't understand. I have a lot of questions. The only guy that did anything was Mac Hollins, seven catches for 64 yards. Other than that, nothing. Not even Josh Jacobs, who's been dominating this. 10 year. for 43. They only had 13 rushes the whole game. What a horrible, horrible offensive game plan that the coaches put together for this. They only had 36 offensive plays the entire game. I think somebody said they had three first downs. Wow. I don't how. How, Kevin? It's just they they there's just something not happened. I, I think they should have never gotten rid of that head coach who who just willed them. What was that guy's name? I can't remember because he's like so it was uh, a nobody. Rich, 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 rich man. He, rich. he was a special teams coordinator, wasn't he? Yeah, rich. he came on there. So nobody had ever heard of. He willed them into the playoffs, and then what? He how do you reward right. him? Dump him for a guy who already sucked as a head coach. Now you bring him in here so he can suck some more and just suck the life out of these guys. So Two Nut wants to come on the show next week to express his disdain, utter disdain for the Raiders because he lives and breathes Raiders, and he's just so fed up. Why don't we get? Why don't we keep him as a head coach and then say Josh McDaniels? How much do you want to be the offensive coordinator? Right. And maybe Deal. learn how to be a head coach from a different guy so you don't just do the Belichick thing and suck. Now, the story for the the day for the Saints was Alvin Kamara. He got all of their touchdowns, uh, one on the ground, two through the air. Nine for 96 through the air for him. That's awesome. Chris Olave, yeah. five for 52. You'd like more from him, but he's the guy. Michael Thomas is now out for the year probably. And, uh, who? I mean, Jarvis Landry's basically done. But uh, hey, this is the this is the Kamara show, and occasionally the Taysom Hill show. I was listening. What's that guy's name? The loudmouth dude, Youth Man's on yeah. Sirius XM. He was going on today about how XM he actually because they're saying Landry has a good shot of playing this week. He says he he was saying that he thinks Landry's going to actually have a big year for the for the rest of the year if he's healthy. He's going to take a little bit of the heat off Alave, of and he's expecting him to do well. I don't necessarily agree because I think he'll get hurt again. But Alave didn't have a big game because he didn't need to. Kamara did everything. My worry with Alave is I'm paying him $7 for five years. Now, if he gets into the top 10, he's going to be in a holdout on me. And instead of costing me eight next year, he's going to cost me 54. So I love this, but there's this little grain of salt thing, little thing that goes with this that I'm, uh, I'm not worried. He's like the number 21 receiver right now, I think. But man, a couple big games because the deer turned ten to twenty one right now is like fifteen points. So uh, this could ruin the master plan that we've spoke of many times on the show. Um, for the Steelers and the Eagles, battle of Pennsylvania wasn't much of a battle, and there's really not much to talk about. The only thing for the Steelers I think we need to mention is that Jalen Warren is right now better at football than Najee Harris. No doubt, he is so much more explosive. Uh, as far as the Eagles, again, we don't say much because the Steelers didn't show up. Jalen Hurts dominated. Miles Sanders was great. A.J. Brown was so good that Roger Goodell gave him a, dr- a, a quote, random drug test on Monday. Six for 156, three touchdowns. Um, it was great, man. It was – Eagles killed it. Steelers didn't, and uh, and that's it. Let me ask you this. I just saw a stat. What running back in the NFL right is currently in the NFL in broken tackles? He's leading the NFL in broken tackles for the season. Probably Damian Pierce. You're right. They just put it on the screen. Leading, yeah, leading the NFL good, in broken tackles. Uh, 
I, I missed it on him. I did not anticipate him. because of his lack of use. I figure Florida's not going to use him. He he can't be that good. And Florida was just dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this game was uh beyond boring. It was not competitive. The Steelers are atrocious. Uh Hertz just sort of went through the motions and still threw for four touchdowns. AJ Brown had 150 yards. I think at halftime in the three touchdowns were all in the first half. After I mean, that, he's bullying it. people. Mika, he made Mika Fitzpatrick one of the best defensive players in the NFL look like an absolute fool. Yeah, they're all contested catches too. They weren't just like little breadbasket things where he was had outrun everybody. He just right. man amongst boys. Devontae Smith put the screws to me in the once and done. Sanders scored because he's hey, he can play the game. Uh, but other than that, non competitive game that who cares about it? Yeah, nice unfortunately for the players. unfortunately for the Jets, their Super Bowl, they were so close this year, but they did lose at home to the Patriots 22 to 17 was really rooting for New York here. Mac Jones was average. Ramondre Stevenson is a beast. And I'm so happy they're finally unleashing him. I was very high on him in the preseason. He had 140 plus total yards, no touchdown, but when you got 140 plus total yards, you don't need it. Jacoby Myers, nine for 60 and a score. Um, I think Damian Harris is done, not done, done, but done as in he is now, the he's two, not, he's, he's not, not fantasy relevant. One B anymore. It's not one A one B. Yeah, it's two. Do you not agree? Fantasy relevant. Yeah, not relevant at all. He's simply his backup now. That said, he plays for Bill Belichick. Stevenson right. will probably be a healthy scratch this week. Right, right. Um, Zach Wilson stinks. The running game stinks. Uh, Garrett Wilson's interesting. Six catches for one fifteen. Might maybe that's Zach Wilson's guy. He, uh, Wilson normally doesn't throw for much, but if he's going to focus on one person, if it's okay to have that one person, it looks like it might be Garrett Wilson with Corey Davis out. Uh, Tyler Conklin, six for 79 and two scores. He wasn't really good, uh, or he hasn't been good since Joe Flacco went down, or not down, but I guess since they benched him. Right. Uh, well, I, I'd like to, I'd like to see another game to see how they're going to use Conklin and how Wilson's going to target him before I start plugging him into my lineup. Yeah, Zach Wilson's awful. He's, He's not good. That's terrible. Football. He's not good. They, they'd be much better off with Flacco in there. And on top of that, Flacco now has been demoted to number three. Mike White, they moved up to number two. Flacco said he <laughs> couldn't believe it. He said, I, I couldn't believe when they called me in and told me I've been demoted to three. Like, why? He was uh, third in the NFL pass attempts when, you know. I, I don't get it. It's weird. Their rushing game is nothing without Brees Hall. So, Jets fans. You were five and two. Guess what? You might end up being five and eleven. Sorry to break yeah, it to you, but I, if it happened, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't expect it. They'll win one or two more, but I, this was all smoke and mirrors. I, I really, honestly think they could go six and ten or six and eleven. Would that be? No, that's that's fine. I mean, that's fine. It would sucks because man, they were so close to being good. I they know, really and, and it was fun to root their for. Their defense looks I mean, good. Brees Hall just. Yeah, looking like a like freaking Barry Sanders Stubbs. out there, just unstoppable. Stud. Yeah. One Poor thing. James so Robinson I don't went from one crappy franchise to another one. Yeah. Well, I I don't love that. One thing I do love. I love the Tennessee Titans staying on brand. They're starting quarterback Ryan Tannehill. He's out. We're gonna go with this electric rookie we have, Malik Willis, and we're gonna run the ball forty five times and throw it ten times. Not the whole game. And we're going to win. We're going to do that. And we're going to win because we have Derrick Henry. And he's going to rush for 200 yards and two touchdowns on 32 carries. And it doesn't matter. And they're our leading receiver. He's going to, it's going to be Robert Woods. And he's going to have two catches, 26 yards. Yes. Yes. This is, this is what we're going to do. Six completions. Six completions. Uh, yeah. They'll win 17 10. Derrick Henry again, man amongst boys. Breaks three tackles going through the line, knocks over linebacker, then outruns the corners and safeties. He's just a freaking monster. I'm so proud of you in the preseason that you finally came back onto the Derrick Henry train. I still don't understand why so many experts had just basically buried him over one freak injury. It's not like he was he, these soft tissue injuries he was getting every other game. He broke his foot. Give the guy a freaking break. He's a freaking monster, dude. He's a he's a frightening individual. But man, Malik Willis, 
I hope that's not a, a harbinger of things to come because he looked like a deer in the headlights. Like he didn't have, okay, he had any idea what he was doing except to hand the ball off. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and uh, as far as the Texans go, Damian Pierce, if he does not get a receiving touchdown, uh, you're in trouble. Nobody did anything for them. No, no one. Awful. Even Brandon Cooks, four for 73, but still not even double digits. And he's right. healthy scratch tonight because he's demanding to be released. They did sort of Very, put the screws to him. They were over and over again telling him how they were going to trade him, blah, 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 and then they just don't do it. And then you're just like, really? I know I he, he's towed the company line for them through all this crap they've gone through. And I think he said he's fed up. He's done keeping his mouth shut. They don't get rid of him, then he's going to start spilling the beans. I actually sort of like it. I usually don't like that. But there with this this whole franchise, I'm like, know. you know what? More power to you, brother. I'm with you. I know. I don't know how to feel about it. Well, he um, said, he's like, I was all good with all this stuff. But now you go start messing with my career, my livelihood. I, I'm, you know, the gloves are off now. I'm not going to put up with that. He is making money though, and that's what he apparently the mil. yeah. And that was the problem with the trades is that they weren't willing to pay any portion of his eighteen mil, and no other team was willing to take it. So, if, you know, I can't believe that some of these teams that really need a viable deep threat, why would you not pay eighteen mil for him? Who, for who would you year? rather pay? Hey, who would you rather pay eighteen million for, Christian Kirk or Brandon Cooks? Because Kirk's really played well this year. That's tough. Okay, so, That's okay, tough. Right. So, right. So if it's tough, then someone should be willing to pay Cooks. Yeah, yeah you're right. Exactly. Somebody should have been willing to take it right. on. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. If that's where you're going there, I like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, the Seahawks else. spanked the Giants. Thank God someone finally did. Uh, Daniel Jones, we told you to be wary of his fantasy performances. Uh, hopefully you were. Saquon, 2.6 yards of carry, but he did find the end zone. And that's it, man. Tanner Hudson. Go Tanner Hudson. If you never heard of him, that's cool. Me neither. And I do this for kind of a living. Three catches for 58 was their second leading receiver. <laughs> uh, gosh, man. Giants were gross to watch. Geno Smith, 2-12 and 2. Not too exciting, but it, it'll get you by, I guess. Kenneth Walker, he also wasn't great. 51 yards on the ground, but a touchdown. Tyler Lockett and DK both scored. This wasn't a real fantasy bonanza. Um, and I look for the Seahawks to rebound this week against the Cardinals. Yeah, the Kenneth Walker touchdown was impressive. It was quite, I don't know if He's you saw it. Yeah, it, a it was monster. Nice. Um, as far as the Giants monster. go, the Seahawks were the first team that I think really focused on just completely shutting down their run, forced Daniel Jones to throw. Didn't pan out. Uh, they did nothing. Um, Lockett and Metcalf. Metcalf wasn't even supposed to play, but they ended up each scoring. And then the previous week's hero, Marquise Goodwin, four for 33, no touchdowns. Although he did drop a touchdown that hit him as square in the hands as a ball can hit you in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, not a, not a pretty game. But Seahawks got the job done, and they are currently in first place, which is – Have you ever seen a revival for a quarterback like Geno Smith? No, Never. but my, my only worry with it is that it's still a pretty small sample size. I it know is. we're eight games in, and that, that means we're trending. But you know, you 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 just I want to buy. Passes. I want to buy because I root for the guy. But you you just brought up some drop passes. He has two or three incredible throws every game that get yeah. dropped. If those passes don't get dropped, he's even better. He's got probably five more touchdowns on the season yeah. than he does now. Do you see what he did after the game? I did not. I don't know if he tweeted it or signed something for somebody, but he thanked the two the two people he gives the, the most credence to for all this were uh, Gettleman and whoever the coach was. Well, I don't think it was Coughlin. It might have been um, for drafting him and being the only people to believe in him when everybody else just – because then when the new people came in, they immediately sold him down the river, got rid of him, blah, 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 that for uh, for bringing – what was it? It was the Giants, wasn't it? Giants. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the Jets drafted him. Was it? Oh, then it wasn't the Gettleman. It was whoever was the Jets then. Um, he thanked them after the game for being the two people in the NFL that believed him when everybody else just does nothing but put him down. 
Good for him. I love it. Yeah, I like it. Um, justice. As far as fantasy goes, the the Commanders and Colts game was a weird, weird thing. The only guy really worth having was Terry McLaurin, six for one thirteen. He is Heineke's guy, and I like that. He looked for him last year. He looks for him this year. But then we get Brian Robinson is the leading running back, but 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 not anymore because now it's Antonio Gibson who had one less carry. Yeah, one less rushing yard, but he had seven catches for fifty-eight. Where's JD McKissick? What? I have no idea what's going on in this backfield, and I don't like it one bit. I don't know. I think McKissick sort of hurt. I think that's why he didn't play much. I saw he didn't practice today. Um, if not, man, Antonio Gibson again. I, you know, I have Robinson in my league of record, and I'm, I'm hoping for great things from him. But he's just not Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson's the the most electric player on this offense. I love Terry McLaurin too, but when, when, when Gibson has the ball, usually some good things happen. Uh, I, I don't understand. Uh, okay, and, and if you're, if you're starting a Colt, I wish you the best. Poor Jonathan Taylor. Poor fella. Yeah, it's, Once again, another well, scoreless game, one touchdown on the season. And now might hurt. not play this week. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's looking very grim. For drafting number one overall, which is why I never do it. If I ever get the chance, yeah, I don't want one hard, overall. It's terrible. I know because you're usually back into a corner. It's like you have to take this guy, and I, you know, I don't want that. I'd much rather take Joe Mixon, who also has not done anything for me. Um, anyway, Niners smash the Rams. Christian McCaffrey is the man, and if Debo Samuel is not playing, play Brandon Ayuk because he is also good. Kittle wasn't great, but he did score, so um, I like that. Thank goodness for Jeff Wilson. He, as soon as the Miami Dolphins traded away Chase Edmonds to the Broncos, they gave a fifth-round pick for Jeff Wilson to get him into be Raheem Mostert's, quote, backup. I'd like to see how this usage goes because Jeff Wilson, man, I, we said it numerous times, has looked great. Um, and then for the Rams, it's Cooper Cup or bust basically every week yeah and then they leave him in in junk time down two scores with a minute left yeah. knowing full well actually three scores with a minute left knowing full well it's over you leave him in so he can sprain his ankle he's good though he's fine he is well i don't know if that he's fine but he is playing but um mcveigh himself said after the game that his bad no no chance at all he should have been in that game right. but man how about that mccaffrey he's dreaming again Sweet Lord, so threw for one, ran one in, caught one. First guy since Tomlinson in, what, 2005 to do that? Yes. Catch, and, and is, catch, run, and throw. Is, as horrible as this is to say is uh, Debo is in his young career, his best days already behind him? No, don't say that. I love him. Well, you can love him I, all you want. I, are his I best, love him so much. Are his best fantasy days already behind him because they don't need him to do what he did before. Well, when I don't think he's nearly as good Maybe as a, they just are. a pure receiver. I just don't. I know. It makes me very sad. Sorry, but I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. It's just a fact. Well, a lot of people are sad at how terrible Aaron Rodgers is. Um, real football, definitely fantasy football. 200 yards, two touchdowns, plus a pick. He's he's turned over the ball a lot more this year uh, than ever before. Aaron Jones did it again. 20 for 143 on the ground. Uh, impressive against the Bills. Romeo Dobbs, four for 62 and a touchdown without Alan Lazard. Lazard should be back this uh, this week, so be careful with that. Josh Allen was mediocre, which was interesting. You thought he'd have a, a big game. Uh, Stephon Diggs did it, as he always does, six for 108 and a touchdown. The thing that bothered me about this game is Devin Singletary gets out there. And in the first drive, he probably has, without me looking, 20-some rushing yards in the first drive on three carries. I mean, And I sat there and I looked there because I have Devin Singletary in two different leagues. I was forced to play him, and I'm thinking, here we go. This is what we've been waiting for. Devin Singletary game. No. no. Nope, that was it. They just, for some reason, they stopped. They started throwing the ball a ton, and – it's heartbreaking because he really could have done something there, and they decided, no, nah, we're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to go out and trade for Naheem Himes, so you're going to get even less work. 
Yeah, they they really Buffalo really once they got the big lead, they really just completely backed off. Completely, they were it's almost like they weren't even trying to get first down. Just waste yeah. a little bit of time, put the defense back out there, and move on. So yeah, there was nothing too exciting in the game besides Diggs or Aaron Jones. Um, I like I said I, I talked to you for this, for the show. I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers can have a, a a comeback game this week against Detroit, who he usually annihilates. But I don't know. I want to play him in a once and done, but I'm scared. Yeah, me too. Not, Same. There's not I a whole lot of good him. picks this week, except for guys that I want to save. So I, I, I don't know what I'm going to if I'm going to stick my guns or not. We'll see. Well, in what was the most disappointing game of uh, the week? Well, I guess I should say disappointing team. Yeah, I was going to say because I love this game. It was actually a fun game to watch. Yeah. I love seeing the Bengals lose. The, the game was fine, but uh, if you were a Bengals fan or had Bengals such as I do on your fantasy team, Joe Mixon, uh, it was not great. Even even T Higgins, I told I went out and trade for, traded for him last week, and I got him in a league three for forty nine touchdown. You'll take it, but come on, three for forty nine and a score, not good stuff. And Joe Mixon goes at seven catches, yay, thirty two yards. He averages 3.4 yards a carry. It's, oh, he is incredibly inefficient, which was we, you and I, were anticipating a much improved offensive line has not happened. We were anticipating because of that line that Mixon would be much more efficient. Yeah. Has not happened. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb, obviously, he's a man 100 yards and two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt, hey, hey, we're back to getting 14, 15 touches. That's good. He didn't find the end zone, but it's all right. We'd like to see those touches come back. Uh, and Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper was awesome. Five one thirty one. And you had four. no faith in him at the beginning of the year. No, would Jacoby Brissett? No, I didn't. Silliness. I can't I wait. I can't wait to the um, serial. What a happy ending! <laughs> May I come sorry, back? <laughs> What? Because then Cooper's really good. Have you played Cooper yet in the uh, once and done? No. Likewise. I've but he is on for that. He is. Yeah. So my he's on my team, uh, of course, in my league of record. I got him for a good price, nineteen bucks. Um. So man, he's been great, and he could just get better and better. But yeah, overall, I loved watching this game. It was fun. You're right. Higgins TD is sort of BS, but good. Tyler Boyd scored, but only had three for thirty eight. Um. Chubb, once again, there's no doubt, is there? The best pure runner in the league. Yeah. It's just a fact that he just is. He's it's like there's no defense. His his bad games, he still gets 70 yards. Uh look at, look at your yeah. TV. Just look at your TV for this play. And I'm gonna ask you a question. Well, what is it? Kenneth Kenneth Gainwell gonna have no, a hundred yard no, no, touchdown? No. I, I got a question for you. I was tired of hearing you talk, really, and I just wanted you to watch your what have you watch your guy Miles Sanders uh do a little something here? I so I'm hard carry. Yeah, that's fine. See, and, and mission accomplished. I got a question for you. Why AJ would you Dillon, say you're tired of hearing me talking? AJ Dillon or Christian Kirk? Hear me in your fondest dreams talking to you. AJ Dillon or Christian Kirk going to go up against the Raiders. AJ Dillon at Detroit. Who do you play? What what was the question? <laughs> Christian Kirk or AJ Dillon? <laughs> I'd play Christian Kirk. Okay, good. Me too. And then they don't I got even one put AJ Dillon on the field anymore. Listen, I'm in a league. Before we get to our our next week stuff, I'm in a league. You ready for this? I'm going to read you my bench. My bench is Marquise Brown, IR, Mike Williams, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Nick Chubb, plus. Tua, because he's my backup quarterback. Okay. That's my bench. I am currently starting at wide receiver Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter. Both, both? fill-ins. Both fill-ins for the Los Angeles Chargers. I got no one else to play, man. This is a rough, rough week. So if you are out there and you're listening and you're having a rough week, man, me too. I feel you. I, I don't know what to even say to that. Yes. Is this your league of record that, or a different league? Oh no. No, my league of my league record's much worse. Oh wow. My I got a good lineup of minus. I got Kirk, then but I got I had to play Brian Robinson because of buys. 
Miles Sanders play. Now I got Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, Chris Olave. I'm feeling good. And then I got on my bench, George Pickens. I picked up Calvin Ridley this week for nothing. Well, that's smart. For three there, years. For nothing. There's a whole thing. There's a whole thing where, you know, everybody out there, all these big wigs in the fantasy industry, they say, hey, one, you're, you don't lose your league with your draft. I disagree. I absolutely disagree. Because in my league of record, over the last three weeks, I told you this, I've lost three weeks in a row by a combined nine points. I drafted Joe Mixon. I drafted Keenan Allen. If I don't draft Keenan Allen and just draft someone that actually plays, I, I took Keenan Allen in the third round. Someone that actually sees the field, I guarantee you I get those three points and I win those weeks. I'm in 11th place. If I have those three wins by a total of nine points, I'm in third place in the league. It's that slim in some of our fantasy leagues. In my league of record, it's always that slim. If I don't take Joe Mixon, or let's just say Najee Harris. I didn't draft Najee Harris anywhere. But if you did in the first round, I guarantee you, if you'd have literally taken one person besides him that you could have taken, your whole season looks different. So I'm not buying into this. You don't lose your league with your draft. I think you do. I think that's how fantasy football works, my friend. I'll tell you why you're losing. Because the fantasy gods knew of the foolishness you'd be spewing in week nine. And you angered them. And now look where you are. All right. Let's go. You ready? Week nine. If you say his name, then you know you're doomed. It may be for seasons to come. So you play your little games. Quarterback. I'm going Geno Smith, man. One of his worst um, weeks this year was against the Cardinals. I get it. But the Cardinals are just not good against fantasy quarterbacks. So I'm rolling with Geno again. I don't care about last time. Let's do it, Geno. Against Arizona, I'm for it. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. This is his comeback game. Maybe they can get some stuff. The Lions have the second worst, uh, second most points given up to quarterbacks. Maybe his receivers are actually being the right place. Lazard might play, might not. Dobbs, he's getting a nice connection with. Watson's supposed to be back. If there's one defense that he can finally turn around and the Packers, maybe their season, it's this week. It's bold of you. Uh, running back. I'm going. It's Aaron freaking Rodgers, the two-time defending MVP, who's mm -hmm. been a little off, and now they're playing one of the worst defenses ever. Well, we shall see, my friend. I'm going for oh. running back Raheem Mostert. He was supposed to be great last week. He wasn't. Uh, but Chicago is the sixth worst uh, team at defending the the running back, and they're 19th against wide receivers, so they're not terrible. Plus, they just got gashed by Tony Pollard. Let's go, Mostert. They did. I just don't trust that Mostert will get enough carries, especially with Wilson there. I think Wilson will fit right in because he's not going to have to learn a lot of the like wording nomenclature of the of the of the offense because, um, you know, his head coach, it's the same thing. It's, they you have leave it him there. alone. You leave Mostert alone. Oh, I don't think he'll have a bad game. I just don't know that I trust him enough. I I really well. I almost played him last week. I ended so up I. yeah. I ended up sitting him for uh what. Can, who not Kenny Walker? Deontay, I bet Foreman, Deontay Foreman. Foreman. Yeah. It, but actually, I had Foreman anyway. It was Pollard that I put in once Zeke was officially listed out. Thank God Who's I did that, that because Moser did nothing. I had like five points or something. Um, I pick uh our boy Etienne, even though you call him Etienne. Uh Cause only because it's his name. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna call him that. So uh the Raiders are third worst, third most points given up to uh fantasy running backs. Uh, okay, Randall. I'm going to take uh, for my wide receiver Terry McLaurin. What What does uh, Randall mean? Well, I, it doesn't mean anything, but uh, it's not your name, and well, yeah, Etienne well, is not me his like name. Keyvine or something like that, but Randall doesn't really. That, my that brain didn't work. My brain didn't work that way. Sweet Lord, Minnesota is the fourth worst team at giving up points to wide receivers. Give me Terry McLaurin. He is Heineke's go-to guy. I'll take it. I am going with Mr. Josh Palmer because Herbert has to throw to somebody and the Falcons have the most points given up to fantasy wide receivers. Palmer should be back. He's had two weeks to let his little headache go away. He should be fine. 
give me the guy who played well last week against the team who it, the Las Vegas Raiders, who are the third worst team against the tight ends. Give me he who shall not be named. We should just the tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We should Jaguars. just close the show right now because there's nothing more to talk about. You people from here on out, anything Bobby says can no longer be taken it seriously as gospel as anything. Basically, anything he ever tells you in the future, do the opposite because things have gone amok here. I don't know how many fermented grapes he's drank tonight, but something is wrong, and I don't like it. I, on the other hand, am going with Mr. Tyler Higby. Bucks give up the fifth most uh, points to fantasy tight ends, and I do not want to anger the fantasy gods, but hey, you do you, buddy. You do you. Speaking of the Bucks, let's roll with their defense. It They're missing a lot of folks. It hasn't been great. They're losing games, but they're going to go up against the Rams, and Matt Stafford can't help but give the ball up to the other team, yeah, they just, like, just like the Houston Texans did to my Philadelphia Eagles right now. The Rams of all teams give up the most points to fantasy defenses because of the endless pick sixes. Wild. It's so crazy. <laughs> um, but I'm going with New England against the Colts, who are this give up the second most points. And now it's with Ryan, but this other guy here, he seems like he's even worse. A little bit less of a statue. Oh, there's a pick by the Eagles. I like it. I, I just me. said that. Said I didn't hear you say it because I'm talking. I can't listen to you and talk at the same time and look at my stats and watch the game, man. Kevin, you, listen, I am so smooth, apparently, in my delivery <laughs> that you didn't pick it up what I said. <laughs> no, the, I didn't the Tampa hear Bay Buccaneers or uh, that Stafford likes to give the ball away just like the Houston Texans did to my Philadelphia Eagles right now. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Is that is literally what I said. Yeah, I was it's, already uh, past that. I was already past yep. that. At once once you started going with your he who shall not be named BS, I, everything you say now is just in one ear, out the other, because it doesn't even make sense. It's foolish. I feel as if I even listen to it, I'm going to anger the fantasy gods. Well, I, I'm glad you said that because – I actually kind of got into the fantasy kicker this week, which you know how much I hate kickers. Nice. But because of you, give me Young Way Koo. Hey, that's who I picked. Oh, it's great, man. They're going against the Chargers. They give up a good amount of points to uh um to kickers. And yeah, they also they also give up uh points to running game. So hey, they run the ball down and the field. A, you're not gonna score Atlanta as much. Yeah, I'll take it. I also take my AJ Brown touchdown. AJ Brown scored a touchdown. Oh, just in yeah, case I missed you didn't it. Hear me say it. That's BS. I want it to be Miles Sanders. I don't care. I'm good, dude. I'm good here. What a great week. Uh, I'm excited, man. This How puts do my you leave going. him so wide open? Doesn't matter. Don't care. I hope they keep doing it. You have anything else, buddy? Yeah, because of your foolishness, I hope the Phillies lose. It's it's so rude of you. Yeah, I don't really. Mean I hope it. I, hate I the hope Astros you don't. And all I hope cheaters. you don't sleep well tonight. I never I sleep with, well. So I hope, I hope get, you wake up with a crick gonna, in your neck. You're gonna get your wish. I never sleep well, but I don't mean that. I'm just saying it to irritate you because uh, I hate the cheating Astros. All right, buddy. You have a good one, man. Yeah, you do the hey, same. Everybody, boy. thanks for listening. Check us out Facebook, YouTube. I gave up on Twitter. <laughs> don't worry about Twitter. Okay. At Ybr underscore podcast. I can't do. It. I hate Twitter. I hate twitter hit us up facebook that'll do it see you folks yeah